Hello and welcome. Welcome to Living Daily in Worthiness and Authenticity. I am your host, Bola Abimbola. I'm a business clarity and emotional freedom coach. I help you achieve emotional freedom from anxiety and grow your leadership confidence. This is a new series, is a new chapter. It's called Living from the Soul Center. I will be interviewing a number of women and men who are living their heart's desires, living from the soul, living their passion and doing it with such grace and panache. You will not want to miss this series. It is going to inspire and encourage you to live from your soul center and develop your intuition. So join me every week. New episodes will be released on Spotify at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings, British Standard Time. And I also invite you to check out my website, www.soulspacehealing.com. Hello and welcome. Welcome to this episode of Living from the Soul Center. I am your host, Bola Abimbola. And this episode today is titled The Essence of Sacred Stones in Business and Relationships. And my guest today is the wonderful Maria de Souza. I'm going to introduce Maria before we get started. Maria is a mother, grandmother, and, and a certified intuitive, a sacred stone artist and designer, and a channel of the sacred stone messages. She was recently featured in the Florida Women's Magazine, January 2021 edition in their art and culture section. This magazine features women who own businesses and promotes women in all sectors of the business world. Her work with the Beach Stones started as a result of a long healing journey from childhood and adult traumas. Her connection to the Stones allows her to channel spiritual messages for the individuals that are seeking a spiritual connection and understanding of themselves. Maria uses the tagline, trials, tribulations, reminders, confirmations, because this is what her work is about. Life sends us trials and tribulations, she says, and our creator God sends us reminders and confirmations. Her goal is to help individuals that are seeking a deeper connection with their soul or higher self to heal emotional, mental and spiritual wounds that stop us from seeing and understanding who we are as children of our creator God. You can find her work on our website and Etsy shop, as well as Facebook and Instagram. And Maria says, we are all here to master our human experience keeping our eyes on our higher vibration or Christ light. Wow. Thank you, Maria. Welcome. Welcome, Maria. Thank you. Thank you so much for thinking of me and for the invitation. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, I think this is the wonderful thing about how we receive messages because the universal light God talks to us in different ways and he's trying to reach us in different ways. And I think sacred stones are powerful. And I really wanted someone, especially you, Maria, to come and talk to us about 
what it is you do and how you work with Sacred Stone. So could you just tell us more about your business, Sacred Stone Messages? So Sacred Stone's messages started as exactly that. Uh, sacred because everything in life in the universe is sacred. Stones, that's a little different because there's all kinds of different stones, but I specifically work with beach stones. And messages because God speaks with us through all of his creation, including little stones. And sometimes that's what we need. Yeah. So for me, it's a way to um, communicate and to let other people know as well that they are sacred and that we as humans are always seeking sacredness and we can use nature and you can use any of God's creations to find a deeper meaning in our lives and in that connection to the sacred. So it started as a journey of healing, like you said in the introduction. Yes. And uh, one day I was walking um, on a beach and I remember pondering all of the things that were going on in my life and all of the decisions that I had to make. And I remember looking down at the sand and looking at the stones and vividly <laughs> thinking, I wish I could pick up a stone and turn it and it would have a message for me, a confirmation, something that would tell me that what I am thinking and feeling is mm. correct and is what I need right now. Mm. And of course, you know, there was just a bunch of rocks on the beach. So I just kept going and I brought some home with me. Mm -hmm. And one day I decided, you know what, I am just going to write my own messages. And so I, I, I'm not artistic, so I, all I had was pens, pencils, and Sharpies. And so I took a Sharpie, because it's a permanent pen, mm -hmm. and I started writing my own words on the stones. And I left them on my table, and that was that. Yes. I had some friends come over for dinner a few weeks later, and I decided, you know, it would be a good idea to have them go home with just a little something from our dinner, from the, our evening together and our discussions and all of that. So I gave each one of them a stone. And mm -hmm. I had them pick the stone out of a little bag. And they each picked exactly what they needed to hear at that time, which I thought was really very interesting. And actually, one of the people, um, the, it was a young man, he's autistic. And when he picked the stone, his mom said, you know, what was it that we discussed this morning that you have to have more of in order to keep going forward? And he said, courage. And when he turned the little stone, it said courage. And I'm like, wow. Yes, of, the, of everything else, of all the words, of all exactly. the words. Exactly. And I didn't have duplicates, you know, every single stone was different. So the chances of anyone getting any stone, you know, was great. I mean, but anyway, um, I decided that I was going to carry little stones with me and I was going to give them away to my family. 
I wasn't going to walk up to anybody or give them to anyone else, just to my family. So we had a gathering, this was around Thanksgiving, and I gave a stone to each person, but there was about 20 of us. By the time we got halfway through, I noticed that I was feeling funny. And I'm like, that's kind of odd that I have this weird feeling like I should be saying something. And I couldn't verbalize what I was feeling. I couldn't put anything into words. It was just this feeling that something wanted to come out, but I didn't know what. Mm -hmm. So I let it go. And that evening when I went home, I'm trying to get to sleep and I can't. I'm tossing and turning and these, all of these little words that are coming you know, into my head. And all of a sudden, all of the messages that I couldn't verbalize, you know, when I, when I was with my family, all of a sudden they, they come flooding out. So I wrote down all of the words that I remember, who had that word and what the message was. And I was gonna give it to them the next time we met. So back to sleep, I tried to go and it didn't happen, tossing and turning. And all of a sudden I hear in my head, this voice that said, you're not the, taking these little stones seriously. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, there was a voice in my, wasn't a voice in my head. And I wasn't hearing it in my ear. You know, I was hearing it in my head. Yes. Yeah. And so I started questioning whether I was actually asleep and dreaming or am I awake? And again, I heard the voice say, you are not taking these little stones seriously. And if I had heard this in my own voice, I'm like, okay, I'm dreaming, no big deal, you know, just a dream. But it wasn't. The voice in my head was actually a very clear, strong man's voice. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know, I'm wide awake. I'm listening now because there's some man talking in my head. And yes. that's not, you know, I don't hear voices. I don't hear any of those things that people talk about. Yes. And yeah. all of a sudden, here I am <laughs> with the men and, you know, talking in my head. Yes. Powerful. So he's, he said, write this down. And I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'm, I remember thinking this. I'm tired. I just want to go to sleep. And he says, write this down. You're going to forget. And I'm like, okay. I got up got my notebook and he started talking and he said, you are neither the message nor the creator of the message. You are the vehicle by which the message is to be delivered to the individual that is, it is intended for. And every time you pick up a stone at the beach, it is already intended to go to someone that you have not even met yet. Yes. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, you, you know, I'm thinking there's this other thought behind that that says, wait, I have to give this to people. You actually want me to walk up to people and, you know, give them little stones. Yes. And it said, yes. And I'm like, no, I, I'm shy. I'm introvert. I, I don't walk up to strangers and just give them little stones. I mean, what? People are going to think that I'm crazy and they're going to put me away. <laughs> I do this, but I couldn't, I couldn't not do it. 
because behind that, all of this arguing and, you know, in my head, there was this other thought saying, you have to do this. Yeah. And so I very hesitantly um, started giving people the little stones. And the, the other thing was, is how do you know who to give it to? And most of the time, I just know, I can look at someone and I know that I need to give them a stone. And I've given stones um, with a little message to people all over the world. They've traveled everywhere. It is mind blowing to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. God's way of communicating with so many different people. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether it's women, children, you know, men, old men, young men, it doesn't matter. Um, and some of the experiences have been extremely powerful. Yes. Um, I've seen grown men cry simply because they received a little stone that had a word on it that absolutely touched their soul. Yes. And it's, it's been an incredible, in that sense, it's been an incredible journey. Wow. Wow, Maria, that is wonderful. And I totally agree with you that God works in so many different ways. And it's really about us being more and more open to the different ways that he communicates. He or she communicates with us. And I think this, the, the fact that you were open, you were open to continue to developing that intuition and developing that confidence within yourself is is why we are really enjoying enjoying what you were doing today. So thank you exactly. so much. Thank you so much for, for telling us how it all started. But tell us, tell us what you were doing before that. Tell us how, how you, because you, you, you said something about walking on the beach and all the stones just seemed like rocks on that particular day. So where, where were you before all of that? A bit of your journey would really help us. Really love to know. <laughs> so I am actually originally uh, from the Azores. I was born in a tiny little island in the middle of the Atlantic. Uh, I came to the United States when I was a child and um, lived in the Northeast in Massachusetts and mostly in New Hampshire, the state of New Hampshire, most of my life. Um, I got married. Um, before that, I, got, I went to college. I got married, moved to New Hampshire, and started a family. Uh, my my ex-husband and I actually started a couple of businesses, and that's what I did. I was a corporate. I was in the corporate world. I wasn't thinking about, um, you know, playing with stones or you know being an artist or anything like that at all. Um, I was just busy, you know running businesses and raising children and having a life. However, it was on the outside, it was a very uh, successful, pretty typical life. But when you close the doors, it became something totally different. And it, you know, I had very um, good times and I had very bad times. And as time went on, the bad times overtook the good times. 
And so I ended up being in an abusive relationship. It was toxic marriage. And um, I lived in denial for most of those years of marriage. And I was married for 30 years. So it was a very, very long time. And uh, it got to the point where I knew that if I didn't leave the marriage, I was going to die. Yeah. Yeah, because I could feel myself dying on the inside. And I did not want to do that to my children, especially my youngest son who was still living at home. Um, I, I didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And, but in order to be able to move forward, I really had to understand really who I was because up until, up until then, really, uh, or up until the point where it got really, really bad, um, I was being controlled by all the circumstances in my life. Mm -hmm. So my life was being designed for me rather than me designing my own life and following my own intuition and my own gifts. Yeah. Um, and so it got to the point where I had to come to terms with really what my life was at the time. Mm. Um, I had to review all of the belief systems that I had about family, parenting, um, business, culture, traditions, religion. I had to basically become bare. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I got to the point where it's just me and my God and nothing else that I was able to actually leave. And that took a very, very, very long time <laughs> yes. because I'm, you know, I'm a very traditional person. I come from a generation where everything is still very traditional. You do what your parents did. You just do it better, yes. you know, and that, that didn't fit. It didn't fit. It didn't resonate with my soul. And so I had to let go a lot of beliefs that I had and religion was huge. I was raised a Catholic. Um, I come from a family where, you know, we have a bishop and we have nuns and we have all of these people that are like very strict religious people. And I was raised in that environment. So everything was about being good and doing what is good. So how can I be here now even contemplating the idea of a divorce? You can't. Mm. Um, and, and that's not even something that was in my vocabulary. But I had to come to terms with everything that was in my life. And it, it, it was accumulation of everything. And then a letting go and a shedding of everything. Mm. And when that happened is when I left. There was, I remember thinking when I, the day that I left, I remember driving to my new apartment instead of my home mm. and thinking there is nothing left. I have nothing. It's just me and God. And it, whatever will be, will be. 
I'm walking away from, a, you know, at that point, it was a 26 year marriage. I'm walking away from possibly my family, my parents, mm -hmm. I, you know, and their expectations of me, mm -hmm. uh, especially as an oldest daughter. Mm -hmm. um, I'm walking away from these businesses that I worked so hard for, for so long, for so many years. Mm. And I'm walking away from everything. And if I have to, I will start from scratch and tomorrow will be day one. Yes. And yes. so I had a lot going on, um, you know, in my head. Um, yes. And those, you know, the beach stones is something that came out of that. Yes. And um, they have helped me to reconnect to myself and reconnect to God through nature. Wow. And that's part of my story. <laughs> oh, wow. And that is so wonderful. You know, that is, that is so powerful. And I really resonate with that. You know, after 26 years um, of something you have built together based on your beliefs, and it's not just religious beliefs, it's our social beliefs, mm -hmm. our personal beliefs, you know, the, the conditioning of the system. And we find it hard to break away from that if it's not working for us. So it must have taken great courage, great courage to do that. It's, courage doesn't even come close. You, 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 you really have to, you know, dig very deep to find that strength. And I, I really thank you for sharing that because I think there are so many of us as well who have, you know, I also went through a 12 year um, a divorce after 12 years of, of marriage and living that marriage empty and broken. It takes a lot to decide, to make that decision, to leave with nothing and to start again. So I, I, I really commend you for that. And, um, I know that all of that is what leads us to this place. You see. All of that experience is the journey. Is some some will say it's how things are meant to be. You know, some will say that we we do have that as um, as a precursor to really touching base with our intuition. You know, letting go of all of that is exactly. what brings us to where we are. So. Thank you for that story. Thank you so much. Very powerful. Um, and I wanted you to just tell us a bit more about how you help women and men and children and animals live their life, their soul-centered life using your stone messages. So well, what happens is I take beach stones and I write a word and I then make some sort of design um, around that word. And from those designs, then I can use the different combinations of the stones and I make different products. Um, I can use the stones by themselves. People, you know, they buy, I have like, um, like stone boxes Okay. that I fill up with stones with the words on them and people buy them to um, have as kind of a, um, a, re a reminder for them each day of what their day, sh what they should focus on. Yeah, intentions. For their yes. day. Yes. Um, yes. 
I have people that buy them as gifts for people that are in recovery. Yes. Um, I have people that buy them to give them to employees and friends and all kinds of all kinds of reasons. Um, but the intention of each individual stone is to remind someone or confirm for them something that they need yeah. at that moment in time. So if, if there's someone that suffers from depression or anxiety and you know they have a hard time getting going or staying focused during the day, they can just reach into that little box and take a stone and focus on that stone. Yes. So if the stone says something like smile, um, they need to, you know, they follow through, you know, you need to smile. It's a lot easier to smile than it is to have a frown. Yes. And yes. so when you smile, it's almost, it's, there's always this little something that happens within, you know, it's a, it's not just a smile on the outside. It's a smile inside. So that kind of helps you to bring yourself back to the center. Yeah. And to um, understand that no matter what happens, if you are in your darkest moment or in your light, light of lights, you are always connected to our creator God. Yes. And children love these stones because they can hold them and they can add them to their collection. And I always tell them, you know, when you grow up, and you need help, make sure you look at that little stone to remind you of who you are and what you are and why you're here. And, you know, depending on the age, they understand. Yes. Um, but it's basically to, to help people to stay connected, stay connected to nature and stay connected through nature to God as well. Because we're all, like you said earlier, we are all the same. We are all made of the same energy. The only difference between nature and myself is that I have more of God's beingness in me because I have a soul yes. than, let's say, you know, a plant or an animal. So, and I have something that the animal does not have. I have free will. And yes. I have an awareness of myself in my environment that an animal might not have or a tree might not have yes and so the level of consciousness is different but we're all here for the for the same reason we are here out of love yes, yes. so we come from love we are made of love and we will return to love and love we have our humanity and we have our divinity and our responsibility is to master our humanity in order to be able to connect more deeply with our divinity. And so if every day our goal is to make decisions that will get us closer to the center, closer to our divine inner light, then our humanity becomes easier yes. to to live with and to deal with yes. and so i try to remind people to use the stones hold it in your hand feel its energy allow yourself that vulnerability 
um, because another part of um, being human and mastering our humanity is to be able to surrender. And I don't know about anyone else out there, but I am a control freak. I like to control everything that I do. Um, I like to control my life. And <laughs> the more control you try to have, the less control you have. You know, it's one of those things. And Dilemma. So, <laughs> and so I've learned that through very, very difficult times, yes. that I'm really not in control and I really don't want to be in control. I would rather surrender to that light that I am, to, to that creator God, because when I do that, then everything else becomes easier and everything else flows with ease and grace, as Iona says. Yes. From the SBWN. Yes. Um, so, yes. That comes from surrendering. And that's very difficult. It is very, very, to me, <laughs> it's very difficult to, to do that and to have yes. that kind of faith, you know, have that faith and trust to surrender and to believe that everything will work itself through regardless of what it is that you're going through. And it will. Yes, yes. And I was just, thank you so much for that, Marianne. You know, this is something that science has proven. Science has shown us that we are all made of the same atomic particle. Every single thing in existence, whether living or non-living, we're all, there's just a one atomic particle. And as you said, we just have more consciousness, we have soul, and that makes us different, but we are all still connected. You're exactly. all one. And this is something that we're discovering. And there's also um, this, um, you know, our humanity, our ego self, that, um, that sense of, um, you know, that, you know, that sense of identity, that personality, which is what we tend to operate with in our day to day. Mm -hmm. And it's about, are we allowing the ego to be driven by itself? Or are we allowing the ego to be driven by our higher self? And it's when we surrender and it's huge, it's huge, huge change, huge uncertainty. And this is what the spiritual awakening is. It's about us really beginning to see spirit and there is no duality, we are one. The lower self and the higher self are one. And I think what you are saying to us, you know, to all of us and what you have discovered is that when we let go of the power and that dominance that the ego has, when we surrender to the higher self driving the ego, driving that lower self, that is when we experience our best outcome. That's when we have that intuition from in so many different ways. You know, for you, it's the stones, you know, and I have clear cognizance and there's so many different ways that we all kind of have messages, you know, sent to us or, you know, different ways we receive it. And um, I hear what you're saying, and I'm really, really thankful to you for giving us that, that word of wisdom. Thank, Thank you, you Maria. <laughs> so um, now I know people want to know where they can find you. You know, where can they find and connect with you? Where can everybody find and connect? With you? So they can always email me. My email is sacredstonemessages at gmail.com. Yes. 
and they can, I have started, I have a little bit on my website um, that they can connect through there as well. Um, and I have a Facebook page by the name of Sacred Stone Messages that um, they can connect to, to me as well through there. And I post different things and different messages regarding the stones. So, and I have an Etsy shop. I have a few items there. Um, it's not all inclusive, but they can take a look and just give people an idea of, you know, some of the things that I create. And do you post all over the world? Um, on my Facebook, yes. Right. In terms of the stones, will you post stone messages to anyone? Oh, absolutely. Who... Oh, absolutely. Right. And if someone is looking for a, um, like a spiritual message, I can do uh, five stone readings. I can do seven stone readings. Um, and I can do uh, remote energy healing as well using the stones. I can do all of that. I actually connect better and stay more centered and connect to the individual if I'm not distracted. So doing it remotely is even, um, it's better for me, yes. but it's not, I'm not saying that I can't do it any other way. You know, I can. Yes, yes. I, I understand what you mean by distraction. Yes, yes. You're more, you're more connected in that, in that way. Um, but thank you so much. I will definitely post all your links along with this podcast. And um, I really thank you for coming again, Maria. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me and uh, continue your work. It was thank a pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Maria. And I want to thank all our listeners, all my followers. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me every week. And I look forward to seeing you for the next episode of Living from the Soul Center. Bye-bye.